Mission with Jonesy and Amanda. Well, can you believe it? It's round three of the NRL. How are you feeling about it? Well, the Roosters aren't doing as well as I'd like, but we always start the season slowly. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Darius Boyd last week. He got two out of eight, which The week was before, dreadful. Mark Gable got five out of eight, and he pretty much just threw the runes <laughs> to pick his team. He threw runes everywhere. And uh, also, uh, John Stevens, who started off the two whole out, time. Two out of eight. So the musicians aren't doing uh, too well. But what about today's mystery footy tipper? Kind of a big deal. Who is a big deal, in fact. Our mystery tipper today is Australia's most well-known NRL fans. He is the number one ticket holder for his beloved team, the Sharks. Mm -hmm. I wonder who it is. He shared a bucket of chips with me one day down there at Shark Park. I don't think he needs any further introduction than the Prime Minister of our country, Scott Morrison. Josie and Amanda, forever. Stop it. Go out and broadcast without fear. It's not sensible. Now's the time to hear good radio. It's not helpful. Because Judy and Amanda are here. Take me to the April sun in Cuba. I want to thank uh, that fellow down under. Thank you very much, pal. Here he is, <laughs> our Prime Minister, Scott Morris. Good morning. Good morning. It's Josie. Wow. Well, mate, we... Hey, Amanda, you good? I'm very well, thank and you. And we can't put you on with our... Because uh, we don't want to ask you any political questions because I know that well, you've got heaps but we do, going on in your life. A quick question... Ask me whatever you like. Well, a quick question about the budget and... Um, yep. Lots of lots of great things in there. There is Thank some you. criticism that there's so many great things that after eight years sort of plugging the holes now with money and it's a big sugar pill and we'll have a sugar crash after the after the election. Yeah, well, what it, this budget really does, it's very responsible because in the last 12 months, um, because we've been able to strengthen the economy coming out of the pandemic, we've had one of the biggest turnarounds, if not the biggest turnaround in 70 years, a $100 billion turnaround in the budget just in the last 12 months as we've been stewarding the economy, leading the economy out of the pandemic. We have one of the strongest economies in the world to come out of the pandemic. Unemployment's down to 4%. When we came in, it was 5.7%. Um, and so that has enabled us to provide this support for what are real cost of living pressures. I mean, people who think cost of living pressures aren't there, I, I don't know where they are and what place planet they're living on, but the fuel price increase driven by the war in Ukraine, I mean, that's no one's fault in Australia. And as Australians are getting to their feet in the economy, small businesses, families, you know, people having to put petrol in their car, um, petrol drives up the price of everything, food, groceries, and so it's important that we provide that immediate relief now. We can do it because the economy has been turning around strongly. Um, we are leading the world out of the global pandemic with our economy, and uh, that means we can provide that relief right now and we need to to secure the recovery that Australians have worked very hard for. Uh, but yeah, every one of the budgets, and I've done, this is my eighth. The first one I did as a member of the Budget Committee, did three as a Treasurer, and then I did done four as a Prime Minister. And uh, every single budget we've done has been about making Australia stronger, whether it's in our essential services like health and education, or in our defence forces, or ensuring that our small businesses are able to you know, do more every year and people can keep more of what they earn. Mm. Well... With all that said, let's see how you go with your footy tips. Yes. yes. Are, are you a good... See, see breathe, breathe a sigh of relief, ScoMo. You don't have to... You can, you can just cruise now. This is good. Well, no, this is serious stuff. Because Amanda's tips. got a sheaf of hard-hitting questions. This is the... This but is we're the, running out of time. The footy you're tips... Right. You're, got, you're right, guys. The, the footy tips are very serious. Yeah. I will not for... You know, I'm hopeless. Are you a good tipper? 
I'm not too bad. Yeah, I mean, because I follow it closely. Mm. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm all in when I'm... So I, that's why I mean, I, sometimes in Melbourne, they go, oh, you don't, you don't follow an AFL team. And I, I've never really have. I mean, I've had an interest in sure. following the, the odd one here and there, but not really. So, I mean, if I'm in, I'm in. Mm. The scarf's waving. I'm following the team every week, you know. And uh, I, I love it. It's one of the, my, my great passions. Oh, um, well, it can't all be the Sharks. So let's kick off. Tonight's <laughs> game is Titans and West Tigers. Wow. Who are you tipping? Titans. Yeah, straight away. The, the Queensland teams are doing really well this year. Now, Sharks and Knights, you have to choose with your head, not your heart here. Well, uh, head and heart, Sharks. Yeah. We're, we're top four this year. Nico Hines, you know... Um, He's doing it. The whole team, um, uh, Fitzy's just, I think, got them really fired up and focusing. Um, they were absolutely amazing against St George uh, uh, last week. Mm. And um, looking forward I'm looking forward to a great time there. I'll be at home again. Great feeling down at Shark Park. Got the bucket of chips ready, ready yeah. to go. Actually, you owe me a bucket of chips. Yeah, well, mate. I bought chips for everyone. Not, I'm not up just, for it. Not just you and Lily, but also your security detail. I'm not made of chips, ScoMo. <laughs> Uh, what, about the, great. what about the Panthers versus the Rabbitohs? This is go- I think this is the match of the round. Um, and uh, my head's tipping uh, Panthers uh, on this one. I think it'll be a really close game. That young Lock- Lockie Ilias, um, I, I know his parents very, very well. They're some of my closest friends. And uh, Lockie, uh, I think, is a great star of the future. All right. And uh, Saturday we move to the Warriors and the Broncos. Yeah, the Broncos are getting up. I, I like their form this year. They, they've, I think they're really focusing. So I think the Broncos will do really well there, right. even, even though it's away. Seagulls versus the Raiders. Uh, one point win for the Seagulls uh, last week. You know, they're struggling a bit early in the season. I think they'll be strong over the back half of the season. Um, but the Raiders are just a solid side. Ricky, I think, will bring that home. All right. And uh, Roosters, we always have a slow start to the year. Cowboys, Roosters, where are you tipping there? Uh, Cowboys, particularly at home, Cowboys have, have burst out of the blocks this year. I was up in Townsville the other day, and uh, they got Chad Townsend this year. Um, he used to be one of my favourite Sharks players, and he settled in nicely up there. They've given him a warm welcome, and I think the Cowboys are going to be very hard to beat at home this year. Very, on, very hard to beat. On Sunday, and I, I hope you remember it's my birthday, so there should be some sort of national day, I would imagine. <laughs> With chips. <laughs> you could organise it. Uh, the Storm versus Bulldogs. That storm, they'll, they'll tidy that up. All right, and finally, Eels and the Dragons. Yeah, well, sadly for the Dragons, they're struggling a bit again this year. Um, but Eels, uh, you know, I think they've had some, some narrow losses uh, where they've had them. Well, certainly had a narrow um, loss to us um, a couple of weeks ago. They're a very strong side, so they'll come out on top. There it is. Oh, well, you're coming off the low base. You've got, so far, the biggest score is five. So that was Mark... Uh, that Gable, was Mark Gable who from the pretty Choir much threw the runes and yeah, said, I so, don't know, I'll just pick stupid teams and they got five out of eight. So here's to a perfect round from you, Prime Minister. I hope so. Well, I'm, look, the only one I really care about is what happens on Friday there night. So, um, but for, for, the rest, for the rest of the country, though, uh, in the budget, I mean, that cut in, in fuel excise, I mean, halving the petrol tax... Um, and the $250 to pensioners and others who depend on those payments, getting an extra $420 back on your tax. What we've done with this, just if I can just touch on that, yeah. is that we're letting people 
because they need it right now, just keep more of their own money. We're not giving them anything. It's their money. Sure. So if you're paying less tax on your fuel, if you're getting if you're paying less tax on your income, well, we have always seen that as the best way to support Australians, give them more of what they've earned themselves. They're and, the ones who are paying their own it's a short term but the, fix, And the fuel companies can't. We're going to peppering you with questions, but the fuel companies can't just absorb that and just keep. No, they it. can't. No. And there are fines. The uh, cop on the beat, the ACCC, will be out there watching that very closely. And they've got strong powers. I strengthened those powers actually when I was treasurer, and uh, so they'll be out there watching that very closely. But Amanda, you're right. I mean, it's not just about the here and now. The here and now is very important, and that's why the other thing I'm very proud of in the budget is what we're investing in regional Australia. The reason why in the cities, you know, we can go to the doctor and have one of the highest uh, Medicare bulk billing rates. Well, it is the highest we've ever had, and the fact that we can have telehealth services and we can have record levels of investment in our schools is because of what our regions do. Now, in our regions, over 80 percent of our goods exports come from our regions and we're in, investing in, in particularly those regions where we've got to unlock that wealth whether it's up in the northern territory up in central queensland over in the pilbara up in the hunter in new south wales you unlock those regions you generate the wealth and that's what pays for defense forces for hospitals for schools for mental health care all of this so that is a big part of our ongoing plan as well as investing in skills we've got more trade apprentices and trade training than anywhere than any time in our history and I'll finish on this. Up in the, I was up in Brisbane the other day at the trade training school up there. Over about 270 young kids in year 11 and 12 who were training to be um, commercial cookery, hairdressers, um, the, in, in uh, electrical trades, carpentry, and so on. I, I, and and there was, this was a room that had arguably as many mullets that I see in my own electorate <laughs> around Cronulla. Right. But our tats are better, by the way, Jamesy. Our tats are better. And uh, they, half of them wanted to run their own business. Sure. Really exciting stuff. Well, one day a Prime Minister might have a neck tattoo and we can look forward to that day. And look, after eight years, this stuff's just happening just before an election, but let's see what happens. Thank you, ScoMo. Thank you for your time, Prime Minister. Thank you. Go the Sharkies. (laughs) Take it easy. Jonesy and Amanda's Damnation.